right, man. What is going on? Wow. Sure are a lot of things to think about these days when you uh, take a look around. We got COVID-19. We got the economy. There's a stimulus package that expires uh, here directly. Um, no one knows what the future looks like. We're stuck in our houses and we can't seem to figure out how to navigate this new environment we're living in. That about sum it up. We're not sure what the future looks like. We're wondering if we made the right choices. There's a lot of crap to think about. So I'm going to run over some of this. I want to try and give you some things to think about. I spent a lot of time this last uh, last couple of weeks trying to figure out well, what, what's happening. Here's something to think about. First, um, this podcast isn't about you living amazing adventures in Aruba anymore. It's not about you waking up and saying, oh, all right, guess what? We get to go buy a mountain bike and we get to spend our time kayaking. I think the majority of people who probably are going to end up polarizing to this podcast and to what I have to say are going to be faced with some more primal decisions if you have it. I mean, if you would, in other words, these people are going to have to deal with survival. That's something to think about. Now, let's just imagine, I know everyone's optimistic. I can tell by the dealer plate, dealer tags on the vehicles I keep seeing and on the brand new RVs and the brand new houses. The housing market isn't dying off. But here's something to think about. Let's just say that because the politicians and the media, no one's really telling you the truth about this, that actually what we see as far as the economy and the crash that's coming it will be something that we've never imagined in our life that's something to think about something to think about would be imagine if the economy crashes so bad that the unemployment rate continues to skyrocket and businesses continue to shut down and there's a shortage of supplies and instead of us worrying about what's going on on Facebook, we spend our time wondering if we're going to have food to eat. That's something to think about. You know, got the presidential election. That There's something to think about. There's something to think about. We've got a narcissistic president and we've got a limp dish rag for a candidate. And what's really funny about it is even if we didn't want to vote for either, either one of those guys, the rich people in this country and our political system has been set up so those are the only two guys we get to choose from. Or maybe better yet, those are the only two guys that we get to hear anything about because the media and everyone else realizes that the system works for the rich and who runs the media? Well, the rich do. They don't really give two shits who gets elected as long as it's directed by their choice and they're the ones that make the money off of it. That's something to think about. Something to think about. Let's see, what's something to think about? I'll tell you what, they're, 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 here's something to think about. While you're sitting there on social media and you're throwing up your posts and you're doing all those things that you do on social media, someone else is actually running your life. Okay. And what I mean by that is you could have lived any life you wanted to and yet my bet would be that you have the house the car the kids the debt and you're wondering what the hell you're going to do if everything continues to go south like it is that's something to think about for those of you who don't believe COVID-19 is real or that it's not nearly as bad as everyone says I had something in early March or yeah in the middle part of March and it about killed me 
And I was in the best shape of my life. I was in pretty good shape. I was riding my bike hard for seven miles. I was doing an hour and a half of calisthenics a day. And I'm telling you, there were points when it felt like I was breathing through one of those little stir straws that you get with your drink. And from talking to people that are in the medical field, family members who are in the medical field, apparently when COVID hits you and you're at your worst just before they stick a throat, uh, a tube down your throat and start breathing for you, that it's like running a marathon while trying to breathe through one of those little straws. That's what it feels like. And, and when you're strapped there in bed, I mean, you can wear your mask. You don't have to wear your mask. That's your business. That's your freedom. But when you're strapped there with your hands tied, you've got a respirator tube down your throat. You've got a tube down your throat breathing for you, and you can't say nothing, and you can't do anything about it. Just imagine how helpless you feel. Or as they put that needle in that IV and they say, okay, we're going to put you to sleep for a while as it ease. You're happy about the fact that you get the relief from trying to fight that tube that's down your throat. But in the back of your mind, you have to face the reality that maybe that's the last thing you'll remember before you die. See, that's something to think about. When I started this podcast, I had all kinds of dreams of unicorns and lollipops where I would come up with this idea where you would, instead of buying the big house, you'd have a moderate house. And instead of buying that expensive truck, you'd buy a a modestly priced truck so that you could take all that money and you could put it into the things you love. Well, taking care of the things you love hasn't changed, but what you love will change. If COVID-19 has its way and the economy continues to do the things it's going to do, guess what? What you're going to love is to not have to worry about what you're going to eat for the next week. The thing that's going to make you or allow you to live your best life is knowing that you had the money to pay the rent on the small two-bedroom apartment you and your brother's family managed to get together. You know, your best life might involve the fact that you call your uncle and you say, hey, listen, we're we're struggling. I know you're struggling. Maybe we can move into the basement. We'll rent it from you. We'll all get jobs. We'll pull our resources and we'll fix meals and eat together every evening. This, just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it can't happen. Just because we're America... It doesn't change the shitstorm that's coming. And, and I, I guess... That's something to think about. I mean, something to think about is if the worst case hits and kids cannot go back to school, how are you going to support yourself? How are you going to support your family if you don't have anyone to rely on? What kind of a system are you working on in case that becomes the new reality? Because the truth is that could be the new reality. The new reality with our failure to socially distance, and I'm not saying that I even know that social distancing works. Who knows? But they're saying it does. The studies indicate it does. If that, if we can't social distance and wear masks or do whatever is recommended to keep this thing from spreading, then there, here's, here's something to think about. What happens if it's two years or even never? Even worse, what happens if the life we lived in 2019 never returns? Never returns. You will never again be able to stand next to a stranger and yuck it up and laugh and shake hands. 
What if all those invaluable idols, those those football players and hockey players and baseball players are never able to play in front of a packed stadium again? That's something to think about. See, earlier this week, I have to tell you that earlier this week, I kind of got down on myself a little bit because I was watching the numbers and I had a, I had a really upswing in, in my podcast and I haven't quite figured that out yet, but I had like 95 downloads in 24 hours, 96 downloads, something like that. And it's the most downloads I've had in any 24 hour period since I started this. And I'm thinking, well, maybe, maybe I got it. Maybe I got it. Well, then I get to looking at it, and there's a couple things that have happened. I have been published on a new um, on a new podcast uh, forum or website. It's called um, Bullhorn. Well, that would attribute that would contribute that would be a reason why my numbers go up. People see a new podcast. It's got an interesting name. My graphics are pretty good, but they're not. So they jump in. They get an idea. They want to hear what I have to say. It doesn't interest them. You know why it doesn't interest them? Because there are a lot more interesting distractions out there. I accept it. What I'm talking about isn't fun. What I'm talking about has nothing to do with you laughing, joking, going, ha, 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 ha. But the shit I'm talking about isn't going to give you that either. The stuff I'm talking about is basically geared at the primal level of survival. What do you think is going to happen when 45 million people who were receiving $600 a week or $2,400 a month stop receiving it? What do you think is going to happen to the housing market? What do you think is going to happen to the housing market and the economy when these landlords actually have the right or given access to the courts so they can start evicting people who haven't paid their rent since COVID struck? And I can and what's gonna happen when all of a sudden the housing market collapses or people can't pay their mortgages anymore and there's a massive flood of foreclosed houses? And not only that, but no one's working, so it isn't like there's gonna be a bunch of people out there swooping them up because it doesn't do you any good to buy a house that someone can't afford to rent, right? What do you think is going to happen when all these big developers and these people with all these houses and these companies who have put their money out on all these big investments realize that the money dried up? There's no one with any money. No one's going to come. That's something to think about. See, I can't be interesting because this causes us to look at the reality and the possibility for what could come in the future. And it's not, inter- it's not nearly as interesting as sitting back and deluding your mind with a bottle of Jameson and talking shit on social media, on Facebook about what you believe and what you think. See, for all of the negative uh, connotations or negative comments that I've received about the podcast, I can tell you something that you might not remember, you might not realize. I'm, I'm sitting out here, I'm not doing this because of me. I'm not doing this because of me. I'm doing it because of you. If I don't do another podcast, guess what happens to my life? Nothing. I just go do something else. I just focus my energy and my resources on something else. And you know what's really funny about that is I think this has kind of been my destiny. Because everything in my life just seems to fall into place. Everything in my life just seems to happen. An example of that is that when I think about the when when I focus on the things I think about, I think about my life and where we're headed and how to take advantage of what's coming. See, 
Unlike a lot of people, my eyes are on the horizon. I'm constantly looking at the horizon to see, try and figure out what's coming and try and predict what's going to happen. And I have to tell you, with COVID-19, it's not tough. With COVID-19 and the impact that it's had, history will tell us what's going to happen. Remember the Great Depression? You probably weren't alive for it. But you remember hearing about the Great Depression? It didn't even have a portion of the impact that COVID-19 has had on our life and on the economy. So what do you suppose is going to happen? You know those images of a family and all their crap stacked up on the on a in the bed of an old Model A, Model T truck, whatever they had back then, and family members are all looking all grungy wearing their coveralls and their floppy hats and and they're covered in dust just traveling across the country trying to find work. It could that could be our reality. That could be what's coming. See, and I I can say this because I look at I look at certain indicators, like when the COVID nineteen first started, they were talking about the global or the national unemployment levels. They would report that every week. Well, they're not reporting the national number anymore. All they're reporting is the weekly numbers. Why do you suppose that is? Why do you suppose that's happening? It's because when you see that big-ass number of 50 million people out of work, 50 million working-class people who don't have an income right now, aside from the government stipend that they're getting, the benefits that they're receiving, a social program they're receiving... That's going to be stark reality. And what everyone's doing right now is just trying to gather up as much money as they can, or at least the rich people. Rich people are trying to gather up as much money as they can, get themselves in the best position they can. So when the, when the bottom falls out of this, they're sitting where they should be. They're, they got their business handled. Where are you going to be? I keep going on this one because the reality is this there is living your best life has changed. What that definition was six months ago and what it is now is completely different ago. Six months ago, living my best life was hanging out in, in Fiesta Key, Florida and kayaking in the ocean and snorkeling and scuba diving and going charter boat, charter fishing, charter a boat and go fishing and doing all that shit. You know what my you know what my best life looks like this next winter? I'm going to be sitting in a small RV park in Florence, Colorado, waiting for the storm to pass. I'm going to be sitting in Florence, Colorado, scanning the horizon, looking for opportunities, trying to make a decision that's not based on anything except making sure I stay alive long enough to do all the shit I want to do. Or at least to do some of the stuff I want to do. I'm not in control of anything and neither are you. See, I think what's happened is the world has decided, hey, wait a minute, or the universe has decided, listen, these people aren't doing a very good job at taking care of their business. So what we're going to do is we're going to come in and we're going to throw some shit at them. We're going to test their mettle and the weak ones will not survive. The weak ones, the ones that are uneducated or those that are not strong enough and smart enough to say, "Uh uh-oh, I see clouds, there's a storm coming. That's something to think about. 
So not trying to push anything down your throat. Obviously, this message isn't for everyone. But if you're inclined to learn a little something about yourself, if you're inclined to realize that the only way you can make your life better is to spend time thinking about how to do that, and not from the standpoint of the public narrative that we've all been fed that keeps getting force-fed down our throats about how great it is to own this and how great it is to own that. Because I think if I'm right, there's going to come a point in time when someone listening to this podcast is going to be facing the reality that the best thing in life they could hope for right now is to have a job so they can make a little money so they can buy some food. It could get there. And that is something to think about. Hey, listen, not trying to drag you down. I'm trying to pick you up. And like I said, I don't see anybody else out here doing this. Everybody keeps screaming, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm not telling you that. I'm not telling you, look at me. I'm saying, look at you. Now, if there was ever a time in your life when you need to step up, stand in front of that mirror and ask yourself some tough questions about where you are, where you're going and what you can do to get better prepared for the storm that's coming, that's what I'd be doing. That is the only way you're going to be able to capture any portion of that better life because it's going to get pretty bad. That's my prediction. I might be wrong. I'd love to hear from you on this. I'd love to hear what you're doing to get ready for this shit storm that's coming. Um, as always, listen, I don't do this for me. I do it for you because you know what? In the end, the only thing that matters is the legacy you hand to people around you, the gifts you give to people around you to help them live a better life. And I don't know if you pick it up. I don't know if you can feel it, but that's exactly where I'm at on this. So until next time, you know what? Just stay safe, be kind. And as always, just make today's your day, man. Make it a good one.